You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast, and we are coming into um, our second day of beginning to read Psalm 119. We are reading Psalm 119 verses 1 through 8. We're fin- wrapping that up today. Um, we've been reading in the voice translation and we're going to finish up in the pa- pla- Passion Translation. And um, I'm just really excited about this because I believe this is a strong key to building personal revival in your life. And when you build personal revival in your life and it begins to reform or change your life, then you have something to give away. Many of those people who experienced that revival quality experience in recent history back in the early 1900s, all the way up to the Toronto Blessing and Outpouring in 1995, these people had this unique quality of pursuing who God is, and He is righteousness. And so I just want to encourage you with that today. Lord God, we just thank you for this time to read in your word, to consider how you see us in light of it, and how we should see ourselves Not who we are, but who Christ is in us. And I just thank you that as I speak, that what you will be speaking, what you want us to hear. And I just pray your words would go forth and accomplish the purpose that they were sent for. So let's jump right back into where we left off yesterday. We were talking about um, verse 3 and how that word for doing what is right or not doing what is wrong is is avla and it is literally translated unrighteousness in the new king james version it's translated iniquity and that's where we're picking up the conversation today they do what it takes to follow his ways this is the end of verse three so these people do nothing wrong they do what it takes to follow his ways they pursue his righteousness do you hear that You have given us your precepts, so we would be careful about keeping them. Oh, that every part of my life would remain in line with what you require. Then I would feel no shame when I fix my eyes upon your commands. With a pure heart, I will give thanks to you when I hear about your just and fair rulings. Now remember, at the time that these verses were written, the way they got repentance, the way they did practice repentance was the day of atonement happened once a year. They took a unblemished animal to be sacrificed at the temple. And then the high priest would go into the most holy place place in the presence of God and administer the blood on the Ark of the Covenant, on the mercy seat, to redeem their sins. And then they would take a goat, and they would tie a red ribbon around his neck, and they would pray, and they would put all the sins that they were putting on the mercy seat, onto that goat, and they would send it out away 
from the city. That is where we get the term scapegoat. So in order to be righteous in their lifestyle and context, you either had to be sinless or make an atonement sacrifice to follow the ways of God. I want to point out to you that the word of God, which it says in uh, Psalm 119 in the New King James Version, that this is a, a praise of the excellencies of the word of God. And I want to point out to you that in John chapter 1, we are told something very profound and very specific that we need to remember as we finish reading out Psalm 119 over the next weeks and months. And that is that Jesus himself is the word of God. It says in John chapter 1 and verse 14 that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In the, uh, in the, the voice translation, it says the one true son of the Father, evidenced in the perfect balance of grace and truth. I read these verses over and over again in 2014 until I finally gave up reading. And then as I researched that day, I landed on the Passion Translation uh, in these verses, and that's where they really came to life for me. But I gave up reading them back then. And so that day, as I was studying revival and I was seeing all these verses in Psalm 119, I was like, Jesus, this is what you were trying to tell me. Holy Spirit, this is what you were, you were convicting me of. That the key to revival is found in holiness, in sanctification, if you will. So now let's read it in the Passion Translation, and then I have some closing words. Psalm 119 says simply as it's heading, the words of God. And then over the, uh, the portion where it says Aleph in the other scriptures, it says the way to happiness. Do you hear that? Verse 1, you're only truly happy when you walk in total integrity, walking in the light of God's word. What joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God, those who seek him at their heart's passion. They'll never do what's wrong, but will always choose the paths of the Lord. God has prescribed the right way to live, obeying his laws with all our hearts. How long for my life to bring you glory? How I long for my life to bring you glory as I follow each and every one of your holy precepts, then I'll never be ashamed, for I take strength from all your commandments. I will give my thanks to you from a heart of love and truth. And every time I learn more of your righteous judgments, I will be faithful to all your word reveals. So don't ever give up on me. Huh. 
Do you hear the heart of God for you in the way this translation explains what these words say in the Hebrew? It's, it's a call up, not a dressing down. And that's what I was reading when I read it in the voice and in the New King James Version. I was reading it in a way that dressed me down, saying, you are not this. And I now know that was the voice of the enemy, that my God doesn't speak to me about who I am not. He speaks to me about who he is and who he is calling me up to be. So I want to conclude today by telling you what happened as... Um, as I prayed over why I couldn't read these verses of scripture. And this began last year for me. I was sitting in my secret place, praying over things and, and listening to God's heart for me. And, and here's what I felt like he said. I asked him, why did I struggle so hard to see myself in those scriptures? And he said, because beloved, you are not supposed to see yourself in them to find yourself in them. You're supposed to find me. And last year, in May, in, in this exact time frame of the year, a year ago to this time, I was hearing him say to me, you've been looking for your identity in me. But it's not about your identity in me. It's about my identity in you and who I want to be through you. I have been praying for years to know God the way he knows me. I want to know him. And that brings Matthew 6.33 into a whole different context for me. When it says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And I want to ask you today, what are you seeking first? I know we talk about this a lot, but what are you seeking first? Are you seeking to walk in total integrity? Are you seeking the light of God's word in your life? Are you seeking joy in keeping his ways? And is that your heart's passion? Is to pursue his kingdom and his righteousness. You see, they'll never do what's wrong but we'll always choose the paths of the Lord. And I want to in no way prescribe this as a license to sin. I think we need to, as we know God's word, as we know his heart, as we know his ways, align ourselves and do what he tells us to do. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, this is a place where I have struggled most of my life. Deception has ruled in my heart, and it's easier for me to exaggerate and, 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 and stretch the truth or, or, or not tell an, an event that's happened because it would it would bring shame on me in my mind. It's it's easy for me to do that because that's been a pattern in my life. I have to be intentional about walking in the integrity of God. And I don't do it well every day. But I seek it every day. And I first John want it every day. We want to keep our hearts pure before him. And the key is when you confess your sins to God, it says if you confess your sins to God, 
He is faithful and just to forgive. And that word to forgive means a past completed action with continuing future results, meaning that on the cross, those sins were forgiven for all time. But when we come into agreement with him about what that sin is, specific, I lied to Jane today and told her that her hair was beautiful when I really didn't think it looked that way. I lied to my husband today because I spent a little more money than I wanted to and I felt like he'd be mad at me. I'm not justifying. I'm telling him the truth about why I did it. And that's sin. But you, God, are faithful and just that when I come to you in agreement, confession is agreement with to you and tell you what I've done. That you are faithful to have already forgiven that sin and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I want my heart to be pure from God. This is also that shield, that breastplate of righteousness that protects us from the fiery darts of the enemy, that protects our heart. It's a constant daily reminder of our salvation. You see, we don't have to go to the temple once a year on the Day of Atonement and sacrifice an animal to get free. That blood was shed on the cross by the precious Lamb of God. The substitutionary atonement that made a way for all to come to a saving knowledge of God and come to the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. If you haven't prayed that prayer before, I'd like to encourage you to um, be bold in this moment. All you have to do is pray something simple. In, In the book of Romans, it says that if we confess with our mouth that he is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. See, to believe he is Lord means we believe that what scripture says about him is true. That he was crucified, buried, and rose again. But it takes a confession of your mouth to receive that salvation a confession of what you believe is true. So say something like this, Jesus, I believe that you died on a cross for my sins. And if you know what they are, name them. And that you put them on the cross and exchange them so that I could have life in you and come to your Father. Then simply invite him to be the Lord of your life. Jesus, would you come into my heart and purify me as the Lord of my life? Make me your servant. Make me your friend. Impart to me your identity as a child of the Most High God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you did that for the first time today, would you take a moment and email me today? Admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com. We'd love to hear your testimony of what God is doing through the podcast. And we'd also love to send you some resources. I would love to send you a New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and Song of Songs version of the uh, 
Passion Translation. And so they, they don't have the Old Testament completely translated yet, but they have it out in the New Testament. And I would love to send you a copy of that. So if you um, received Christ as your Lord and your Savior through this podcast today, please email admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com. You can also DM us at Blooming Inspired on Facebook, at Bloom Inspire Net on Twitter, and at Blooming Inspired on Instagram. Thank you for listening. We we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. And so I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary with Blooming Inspired Podcast. And I'm ever so grateful for the opportunity to minister to you the love and the power of God through His Word and through the testimony of what His Word is doing in my life and in the lives of women around me. So with that said, I want to remind you, as I always do, blooming where you're planted is the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your lives blooming alive. Thank you for listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Central Time. Please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministries of Blooming Inspired Network by visiting bloominginspirednetwork.com and clicking the podcast link at the top of the page.